Hey y'all, welcome back to She's My Person. Jenna and Ellen here. We hope you caught our episode last week. We just dove into the fact that we believe stepping outside of the blueprint of life and living and loving your way, how vital it is to just staying in alignment with your heart. So if you missed that, definitely tune in. Tonight, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We've both had at different points right now. My sister actually just had open heart surgery about a week and a half ago, and I own a business and we're in our busy season. And so I was like unable to be there. And obviously COVID limits your ability to show up for family and friends right now, just in general. But I think it's sometimes we push what's weighing on our heart deep down to the bottom of our belly because like we can't deal with it. We have work that we have to show up for. We have kids that we have to take care of that we just like shove our pain to the side or shove our worry or our anxiety to the side so that we can show up. And so, yeah, I think inspired by what I've been dealing with with my sister and just stuff that we've had in our past, we wanted to speak a little bit to the fact that it's very courageous to keep showing up in the middle of it. And we just want to share a little bit of our experience, some things that we've found that help and also how to not really shove it away, allow yourself to feel it, but just in a different way when you're unable to really show up in the way that you would want to if the circumstances were different. Yeah. And I think it's funny. I noticed this, especially with everything that's going on with your sister and just talking to you about it. You, you almost, I can sense whenever I ask you how she's doing, you almost have a sense of relief. Like you can kind of let it out and actually feel the emotion that you've been tucking away for so long, because I feel even when we first get on the phone, you naturally don't jump right into it, even though it's something that's obviously bothering you. It's not your first instinct because you're so used to just suppressing it. And not You're not going to walk up to every client you have and be like, my sister's having open heart surgery. It's not really a typical conversation starter. So I think you know that's something I've just noticed even in our conversation. As soon as I open the space for you to talk about it, it's like a sigh of relief that you can just kind of compress and decompress and open up about it. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's two sides to that because having spaces like obviously the one I have with Elle where I can just like scream and cry and throw a fit if I want to, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's, that's vital to survival. But the other thing that I've learned in my adulthood, because I've actually shifted gears quite a bit in my vulnerability and in how open I am with the people around me outside of like my core group of friends, I used to share everything. And I used to believe like everyone had my best interests at heart. And I've started to keep things really tight knit, but I've learned like what's important to share. And so obviously like my business and my team deserve my best self. So if I know that I'm unable to give them that, a lot of times I will be honest and vulnerable because I would want them to do the same in return. And so I actually was honest with my clients and with my team, especially the day of, because I had to teach three classes back to back the morning that she was in surgery. And I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I was just like, I wanted to know she was okay. I wanted to know that she was out. I was worried about my mom. And you know, it's like, I had to tell them, I had to tell my clients, like we had like a moment before class where we like said a prayer and like my goal behind my business, my goal behind my life is to like lead from a vulnerable space so that everyone around me feels safe to do the same. And there's a level of vulnerability that's too much, but there's also a level of like understanding that it's okay to not be perfect. Like I don't need to show up at the studio every day with my makeup fully done. Like ready to teach killer peer bar classes. Like if I show up vulnerable and honest and open and maybe not as my best self every day, then my clients and my team feel safe to do the same. So I've shifted my business perspective like since opening and definitely since COVID because I had so many clients that were dealing with pain that was unimaginable to me and even friends. I mean, my best, one of my best friends in the world lost his dad and like you know, I was just watching pain all around me. And we've been taught our whole life that like what we're supposed to do with that pain is push it to the side so that we can continue to exist. 
And in the last year, the pain's gotten a little too loud to do that. And we've had to learn how to get honest with our world and with the people around us and just admit that we're not always going to be able to show up one way. And like, that's okay. And just like existing in that space of knowing that it is okay to admit that you're not perfect. There's a lot of freedom there. Yeah. And I think, you know, like you said, there's two sides to it because you don't, sometimes you don't want to show that pain. And like you said, you have that tight knit group that you're not always going to feel comfortable sharing every single aspect of what's going on in your life. And there's almost, it's almost like a little bit of a rewarding side to just carry on with your day and and pushing all of your pain or other things that you're going through to the side, but knowing that you can actually feel that and it doesn't have to be something you ignore. But I think if you go through a day and just carry on and being strong and actually being able to do what you're trying to do, I think it is when you turn around, you're like, I got through that. Like that's, that's also a really cool thing to look back and, and see that you know, no matter how bad it is, you are going to be okay. But you do have to revisit the pain that you're feeling. You can't just continue to push it away. Because I do think like you said, you were having trouble even breathing. I think it can really wear and tear on your health. Actually, like if you're really going through something, and you continue to ignore it and act like it's not there, and you're not comfortable, even necessarily not even necessarily talking to others, but reliving it yourself, I think that's when you can start running into these issues where it's it's almost bringing you down and making you feel worse, not only mentally, but physically. Well, it especially like impacts your nervous system, which in turn impacts your entire body. And it's, you know, it's true and more than just when you're existing in pain, but like even when something's bothering you or you have something that's on your heart or something that you feel like you need to say, I've just never been the type of person that knows how to turn my cheek. Like I, I don't know how to be like, okay, this is happening here but I want it to happen this way. So I'm going to like pretend that I didn't see that and like exist in the, in the emotion that I would rather feel. I've never been capable of doing that. And I was telling Elle before we hopped on to record tonight, I'm incredibly sensitive to like the emotions of people around me. So like, I can't witness someone feeling pain. I can't witness somebody being screwed over. I can't witness somebody being lied to and like not be honest about it. And it's the same way in my, in my friendships, but also in my relationship. Like if there's something that comes up, like we sit down and have an honest conversation and it's, it's not always fun. Like it's not always fun to deal with that emotion. And there are certainly days where I'm like, I so wish we could have just like ignored this. But the problem is, is the more that you ignore those things, whether it's pain that you're feeling about something that's going on in your life and you're not feeling safe enough to open up, or it's just something that irritated you in your day. It's like it is subconsciously impacting and harming your relationship or your friendship, even if you're not aware of it in the moment. And I know for me, the times that I have maybe not brought it up right away or whatever, by the time the conversation does happen, especially I have like a friendship that it was that way. We waited way too long to have a conversation and there was no friendship left to salvage at that point because we had both hurt each other and neither of us had the conversation when we needed to. And there was nothing to come back to after that. And so there's just only so long that you can exist one way when you're feeling another. And I've just never thought that there's any strength in turning the cheek. I've just, I've never found that to be the strongest way to go. And we like to say that crying is weak and feeling is weak and all that stuff is weak. And I actually think it's pretty fucking strong because it takes a lot to be able to express your emotion when it would be much easier to just like smile your way out of it and pretend that you're fine and pretend that it didn't upset you. And so I I think there's just a really deep need for our world to shift and understanding that there's a lot of strength in feeling your feelings and also learning how to articulate them in a way that is beneficial and elevating rather than holding on to it till it gets to a point where there's no other way that it's going to come out rather than toxic. Yep, I completely agree. And it's such a hard line because, you know, in there's different things in life you have to 
go on and you have to suppress those feelings to get through your work day or to live. Or if you have kids, you have to make sure that they're okay and you kind of have to be strong for them. So it's, it's a very difficult line to balance because there's, there's times where you need to let it out. You need to not just be selfish, but also just really self-love and show that like, hey, I, I'm not okay and I need to check myself before I can really turn around and help anyone else. But then there's also a point where you kind of have to suck it up and say, hey, my emotions are there, but right now that's not what's pressing. And I have to push through those feelings I'm having to be there for someone else or to succeed in whatever you're doing that day. So it's a weird, it is a really weird kind of line to balance between, but I think you can recognize that they're there and you can turn around and say, hey, let's go back to that, but not right now. I think that's also a really important thing to do. Yeah, I think the acknowledgement is the biggest thing because yeah, there's absolutely times where like something's going to show up in your life where you don't, you just don't have the time to deal with it. I mean, I feel like that's happening to all of us daily right now because our world's going back to normal so fast. We all feel like our head or, heads are spinning, but you know, it's like there's, there's absolutely things that show up that you don't have the time to deal with or the space or, you know, honestly, sometimes it's not even that you don't have the time. It's just that you're not in the right headspace. Like, I've learned that lesson in my relationship, especially because we spend so much time together. It's like, sometimes we have to be emotionally mature enough to say like, okay, we feel this way, but like neither of us are in a place where this conversation is going to be productive right now. And let me just preface this with, this is a work in progress. I think it is for all of us, but you know, it's like knowing how to come back, which has never been a strong point for me. Like there's, you know, when our strengths are turned up too loud, their weaknesses. And I do believe that my ability to express my emotion is, is a strength. But when it's turned up too loud, I sometimes push too hard and I want a resolution right there in the moment. And there isn't always one. And so like Elsa, there's a fine line. And there's also just understanding that there's a productive way to have a conversation about how you're feeling or to express your pain. There's a healthy way to do it. And sometimes we have to wait a little bit until that space is held. So I think the most important thing to do immediately is to acknowledge that the feeling is there to say like, this made me feel this way. I would like to have a conversation about it later or expressing to the people in your life. Like for me last week, I was like, my sisters have an open heart surgery. My head is everywhere. If it doesn't have to get done today, it's not going to get done today. And that's just the bottom line. And just allowing yourself to like acknowledge it and then continue on with your day because we all have to. But I think holding it in sometimes and like expecting the people around us, because like, I don't know about you, Elle, but like for me, I'll be like, I'm going through so much. Like, how do they not know that? You know, and it's like, because I didn't tell them that I'm going through so much. Like, I just expect them to like, know. And I, I know how much that upsets me when other people in my life feel that way. And I'm like, I had no idea. Like, you have to tell me for me to know how to show up for you. So it's like the acknowledgement is really the biggest part. It doesn't have to be this like big dramatic production of emotion, but acknowledging it just gives you the freedom to know that like you're being seen in the state that you are. Yep. And I think too, like you said, with just really being affected by other people's emotions, I feel like I'm also that way where someone's mad or someone is quiet. I feel like I did something or I could help that help them feel better somehow. And I think you know, recognizing that other people are going through things is also really important because you instantly want to make it about you. And it's not, it's not that you're being selfish, but it's just, you're always looking inside. So you're going to think, oh, they're mad. I must've done something where in reality, they're probably not thinking anything about you. They have something going on with themselves that they're radiating out to you and you're instantly making it about yourself. And I think if you can look at people's situations and recognize I have no idea what they're going through. 
if it seems like it's a comfortable situation, you want to ask them, great, but don't go and assume that they're just in a bad mood or they're mad at you for something because nine times out of 10, it's probably just something they're fighting with themselves. Yeah. And I feel like it's so easy to spin off into a bad mood or like, for me, I get super irritated because I'm like, well, what could I have done? You know, it's like, I think it's humans like to make everything about us and a lot of projections and we're all walking through stuff. And we also don't really live in a world that like leads with kindness. Like we're, we're kind of so quick to lead with like judgment. So we hold a lot of stuff in. A lot of people don't feel safe to acknowledge how they're feeling. And so of course it's going to impact your mood. Like, you know, and no one shows up one way all of the time. I know that I don't. And so it's like, we can't really expect that from the people in our lives either. But I think it's just like, really the point of us having this episode tonight is just acknowledging that there is a balance, but we weren't meant to hold everything in. And like, it's okay to admit that you're going through something. It's okay to have serious conversations in your relationship or in your friendships. And oftentimes when you actually give people the opportunity to know where you are, it draws you closer to them instead of like the wall that goes up when we try to pretend that we're one way when we're feeling another. I've actually never had a vulnerable conversation in my life that has taken me further away from somebody ever before. (laughs) So it's like, it's really just like the hardest part is to just acknowledge it. And I, I think sometimes it ends up being a bigger production than it needs to be because we wait too long. Instead of just saying, you know, and my, my boyfriend's really good at this. Like he can have 15 minute, very effective conversations where we just acknowledge it and, and resolve it. And I'm like, yeah, but like there was this corner of it and there was this emotion and like, but I need to talk about how this made me feel. And it's like, you know, so I'm working really hard to be a little bit more productive about just understanding that like not every feeling needs a resolution either. So, you know, there's, there's the being honest about how you're feeling. And then there's just acknowledging that like some stuff is just a natural rotation of us being human and it doesn't always deserve air. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just laughing because it's like, you have a sequel where your boyfriend has like a paragraph (laughs) or a page, but it's always articulated perfectly. But it's like, I don't know how he condenses everything that needs to be said. He's like, he's like, you're just, you articulate things in a way that I never can. And I'm like, but it's, it's also like, I articulate too much. Like I say too much. (laughs) I I give too many words. I give too many scenarios. And it's just because I want like, it's really me trying to have control at the, at the end of it. It's me wanting to know what's ahead. It's me wanting to have like, you know, some type of security in life, which just doesn't exist. I mean, life changes on a daily basis. Emotions change on a second basis. And so, you know, acknowledging where we fall short is just as important as acknowledging the pain and the emotion that we do need to actually express to the people around us. And I think sometimes just recognizing that you can't control it also helps because I feel like even to our point, like something with what your sister is going through, you obviously have no control over what the outcome is. Like you're not in there performing the surgery. You're not, you're not even physically at the hospital. So you're really just sitting there waiting. So the better you can get at just recognizing, yes, I'm worried. And yes, I'm afraid of what the outcome could be, but I really don't have a say. So to sit here and continue to put more and more energy into the what ifs, is going to just drain you and not let you go on about your day in a way that's going to benefit you and others around you more than just sitting there and stressing out the whole time. So I think acknowledging and just having faith and just being okay with the unknown is really important, not only with sad things you're going through or things that you're worried about, but just in general in life. I think it's so important to just recognize that no moment you're in is going to be forever. So if you can just see it through and be okay with that. I think that's, that's such a great thing to learn to do. And I definitely 
have not learned how to do it, but it's, I, I try to do it. It's, it's a work in progress. But. Well, you're better at not like letting your emotions take over. Like, I think my emotions are one of the best parts about me until they take over, like until they start speaking for me. And there isn't like this balance of like, okay, this is my head and my heart. And they're like working together where it just gets to the point where it's like all emotion. And I'm not even sure what I'm saying. It's like, you're, you're better at like never letting yourself get to that point. And you know, it is, it's, it's every last bit of it's a work in progress, but I feel like in the last year, like I never used to buy into the cliche of like, oh, be present or do this. Or like, you never know how much time you have. And like, it's so damn true. And you know, we feel like our, we feel like we have to love for forever. We feel like we have to find friendships that never end. Like we're just, we're taught to like do things a certain way that sometimes we just forget to say like right now in this moment, I'm happy. I'm in love. I have a friendship that is so supportive. And you know, I have a family that is, my, my sister is the bravest person that I know. I've never seen bravery displayed in the way that she displays bravery. She advocates for herself with a ferociousness that like I cannot even put into words for y'all. And she has done that since she was a child. Like she has not had an easy route in any corner of her life. And I've watched her just continue to push. And it was like, she didn't know. I mean, honestly, she had health issues her whole life. She never knew if she was going to get an answer. And that did not stop her from putting one foot in front of the other every single day from going to doctor's appointment after doctor's appointment and spending more hours doing research than I ever would have. And she just wasn't taking, wasn't taking no for an answer. She was trusting her body. And no matter how many people told her she was fine, she did not believe that. And she just kept moving forward. And it's like, you know, I realized last week how much that shaped me. Like her bravery has been the foundation of our family for a really long time. And it kind of hit us all in the face when this happened. But all we have is right now. And all we can choose to do with the information that we have and the feelings that we feel is move forward in the best way that we know in this moment and then continue to do that in the next. And as cliche as it sounds, it's like, that's really the truth. Yeah. And I think with your sister too, it's cool to see her at this point, kind of at the end of all of this gray area of not knowing what's wrong and going to doctor after doctor. And, you know, the whole time, I don't know about you and maybe, you know, you might have a different opinion because she's your sister, but I never really realized how much she was going through until she almost got the answer. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but it was almost, you know, she was just so positive about everything and just kept going through with it and trying to figure out what was going on that she never really complained. And I think when people complain, that's more when it becomes relevant because you recognize, oh, they're going through. But when they're, when she wasn't talking about it and she wasn't really telling people that weren't closest to her, not that her and I aren't, aren't close, but it wasn't something that she, you know, made obvious. You don't, you don't really realize what that person's going through. And I think sometimes when you are going through stuff and you're not a person that naturally complains, but, you know, people aren't recognizing that you're having a hard time, it can be difficult to, not want them to know. Like, I think it's, it's hard to be in such a tough situation and know that people are just completely oblivious to anything you're going through. But I think that's, I think that's the truth for a lot of people. I think people have a lot of internal struggles that you might not recognize. And internally, it's harder seeing that people have no clue rather than just opening up and being able to talk to them and say like, Hey, I'm feeling this way. And like you said, going back to vulnerability can bring you closer together. I think it kind of shows the other person on the other side, oh, wow, they're going through something too. Like, you know, it, it, you almost think everyone else is doing great and you're the only one struggling, but a lot of times it's the opposite. So 
if you can kind of get that middle ground, it's, it's really cool what can happen relationship-wise. Well, I feel like that's exactly what we're trying to say in this episode is like, you know, there's such a difference between complaining and just being factual of like, this is how I feel. And like one of my mentors like always says emotions are visitors if we allow them to be but so many people allow their emotions to define them and that's the difference if like you know my if my sister would have just sat and complained and just been like I feel this way and I mean she had to deal with so much from people she went to school with to men she went on dates with because it impacted her body especially in the last two years I mean her body has changed into something that she didn't recognize. And, you know, she was, everybody was telling her she was fine. So she didn't even have something she could say to people like, this is what's going on with me. You know, she just knew in her gut that she wasn't okay. But it's like, you know, there's a difference between complaining and being factual. And she's always been so factual about it. It's never been for attention. It's never been for the wrong reasons. Like her vulnerability has always been, this is what's going on with me and I don't have answers. And it's a really big learning point for me as a person, because sometimes we don't even realize how much we complain until we're in the presence of someone who just doesn't operate that way. And I think that's really the point that we're trying to make here is, you know, we don't need to be negative Nancy's where like every day we're like, oh, woe is me. But it's like, you know, understanding that you can be factual. Like I can say my sister's having open heart surgery this morning and I'm not myself. Or I can express like without being like, I want you to pity me or I'm so tired going, you know, bawling my eyes out or like we can post about it. But there's also a way to allow people to come in to our emotions and to our vulnerability in a way that's not for attention, but that's actually for education so that we give people around us the opportunity to show up. And without really realizing this has become a dedication to, <laughs> to my sister, but that's like, that's just what she does. And I, I feel like I've witnessed that on one of the deepest levels that I'll ever, ever witness anybody go through things. I mean, she's 22 years old and has rocked the hell out of stuff that would have knocked me to my knees a long time ago. So yeah, I think the point of what we're really just wanting to share tonight is that you deserve to feel your feelings. You deserve for the people around you to know how you feel and how you're showing up. And there's a way to do that without drawing attention or complaining and just actually giving people the opportunity to love you. The biggest thing that stood out to me was the fact that, well, the fact that ironic, because I was going to say, you're calling it a factual expression, basically. Like you're saying it, you're not sitting there complaining about it, but you're, you're stating what you're going through. And I think that even feels uncomfortable to people. Like you still feel like you're being negative, but it it really, it doesn't only help you, but it sets the scene for people around you to recognize, hey, maybe I could help them or maybe maybe I'm not the only one doing it this way. So I, I just love looking at it that way rather than complaining because there is a difference. And, I, and I've been around people that are nonstop complainers and yeah, it drives me nuts. So I totally, I totally agree that there should be an in-between, but you, you don't want to go through your life not talking about anything that you're feeling because it it really, it's going to be lonely on both sides of the street. Yeah. And the only person at the end of the day that isn't benefiting from you being honest is you because the world around you is never going to know. They're never going to know that you're maybe unhappy with the person you're with or dealing with internal struggles. You're the only person that knows that you're sacrificing your quality of life. And at some point you have to advocate for yourself And it's not selfish because it's the only way that you can show up as the best version of yourself. So anyway, that's just been on our this week. Well, I was just going to say, no matter how good you think you are at hiding it, nine times out of 10, people know you're going through something. They're just like, why is that person being a bitch? Like, you know, they're not, they might not know you're going through something. I I lied, but they, you know, they, they definitely know you're off. 
especially most people feel shifts in energy. Like my manager always joked with me that like she, she knew like when I was having a bad morning, cause it would like how I said good morning to her would be different. It's like, you know, people pick up on stuff like that. And it's like, you know, and I, I think it's, it's hard because then they, sometimes people will make it about them, especially if it's more extreme than how you say good morning. And so, you know, you're doing a disservice to them too, by not being honest. So yeah, really end mantra is feel your feelings, express <laughs> the ones that are important and advocate for your damn self. <laughs> Love it. Love it. We will see y'all next week. <laughs>